Hello, and welcome to the 37th episode on the Truth For Your 20s podcast. My name is Katie Bulmer, and I'm your host. Today, we are talking all about sorority recruitment. So if you are in a sorority, if you are thinking about joining a sorority, if you know someone who is, this is the one you need to hit pause and share with your people. We're really excited about it because this episode breaks down every stereotype you thought you knew about sorority women. I'm interviewing three different girls on this podcast, so we have three shorter mini episodes combined into one where I ask each of the three women similar questions about their experience with sorority. What I think you're really going to love about this is these are three women from three different sororities represented in three different states. We have Tennessee, Alabama, and North Carolina representing today. Two of the women can't share which sorority they are a part of because they are recruitment counselors, meaning they are disaffiliated for a few months over the summer to help potential new members make their best choice when they go through recruitment. And Caroline, our first guest, is able to share that she is a Pi Phi at University of Tennessee at Knoxville. So three incredible women with three inspiring stories about why they chose sorority and what they learned along the way. I'm really excited about this one, you guys. I hope you enjoy it too. I was the girl who looked for love in boys and Bacardi and wouldn't be caught dead at a Bible study. Now I wrote a book and record this podcast about how I learned that God isn't a bunch of rules, but in fact, He gives us absolute freedom. I also speak to college women nationwide about how my background in marketing led me to see the $100 million power of influence college women have over the marketplace. Yet these same college women are crying into their latte over some stinking boy. Basically, I've learned that today's 20-somethings are believing the same lies I believed when I was that age. And I am on a mission to replace those lies with truth. People call me a big sis, an adopted mom, or my favorite title, a cool aunt. But however you think of me, my heart is to be who I needed when I was younger and to bring you the best available truth for your 20s. We have a Facebook group. The Truth For Your 20s Facebook group is brand new. It is growing fast, but the party is not complete unless we have you there. This is the place where every week we're going to have an Ask Katie Anything. You guys, I'm here for it. Bring your questions. We are going to have your feedback about what you want to hear more about on this podcast. It's a place to network with other world changers all over the nation. Not to mention you guys get insider scoop promo codes, freebies, and lots more fun too. So head on over to Facebook, search Truth For Your 20s in groups, and join the party today. I'm really excited today to talk about recruitment, like why it matters. Are you interested? Are you not interested? To the girl who's like, why would I even bother? I don't I don't get it. It's weird. I'm talking with my friend Caroline. She goes to University of Tennessee at Knoxville, and she has such an inspiring story about why she chose Greek, what it's meant for her. And I was like, Caroline, can you just share this with our people? And she said, yes, thankfully. So Caroline, can you say hello? Hello. I'm so excited to be here today. Um, Yeah, I love everything about recruitment and I have found so much life and value in my Greek experience. So I'm so excited to talk to you all about it today. Yay. And remind me, what year are you, Caroline? I'm going to be a junior, so I have been at UT for two years now. Okay, going upcoming junior, and so tell me about, you know, maybe high school, what you thought about Greek life, what you, your stereotypes, and why you decided to be a part. Yeah, so my mom was very involved in Greek life and still is to this day, so I grew up with her being a part of her alumni club and her going to meetings and, like, She'd be like, oh, I have a Pi-Fi meeting or I have this. And she'd talk about her time in college and her um, friendships she still has from people she was with in college. And that really made an impact on me. I think that kind of when I was younger, um, I thought being in a sorority was just something that you did when you went to college and then you did it for the rest of your life. Then when I came to high school and people were starting to talk about like the stereotypes of sororities and I would see it in movies and TV shows and stuff. I was a little confused because I was like, wait, that is not what my mom talked about. And I was like, this was something I really wanted to do, but it doesn't really seem to align 
with what I thought it was or like the type of person I see myself as looking at these stereotypes. So I wanted to go Greek because I had just had that in my head and in my heart for my whole life, pretty much. But I was nervous about those stereotypes um, because I wanted to be a part of something that was like what my mom had described, something bigger than myself, had lifelong friendships and lifelong involvement and dedication to service and leadership. I didn't want what I saw in the movies with just the partying and it didn't seem like they really cared about their schoolwork. And that was something that I really valued. So I was just looking for a great group of friends that could support me and help me see outside myself. And so you end up going through recruitment. Like, were you hesitant? Were you like, okay, like, are these girls just about party? Are they really, is this really a better thing for myself? Is this going to set me up for a good future? Or is this just a lot of like hangovers and heartbreak? Like, what am I signing up for? (laughs) Yeah. So I was just really cautious going through of which chapters I felt like I clicked with and which ones I felt like had the same values as me. I tried to like think back throughout the process to like what I wanted out of the experience and if I felt like I was getting that from the chapter. So if there was somewhere where I didn't feel like I clicked or I wasn't didn't have the same values, then I I didn't hesitate to just go a different direction. It sounds clearly like you, that you knew your values. You know, I think a lot of times people go into recruitment and um, kind of get, get swept away and this is what I want, but they have a really cool bid date theme song and they have a really cool mermaid outfit on, you know, like, so how did you know what you were looking for and not get swept away in the moment? Yeah, really. That's one of the biggest, honestly, piece of advice that I have is to make sure you know what you want out of it and even like write it down and look back at it. Yeah. Because that wasn't something that I necessarily did. Our like recruitment counselors had us write down one top value for us. Um, like on our name tag and like to think back on it throughout the process. Um, so that did help me with that. But what I wish I had done is like written down like what I wanted out of the chapter. So if philanthropy is really big to you or sisterhood events are really big to you, look for those things in the chapter. But then also to look back on that list after you become a new member after bid day. Because I think a lot of times where people get swept up in the popularity of the chapters or what chapters are doing for bid day, things like that, they can end up unhappy with their experience. But if you said that what you wanted out of the chapter was philanthropy and you haven't been to a single philanthropy event because you're really wrapped up in going to the date parties and stuff like that, that might be why you're not happy. You need to think back to why did I join this organization and why am I trying to join this organization rather than what are the girls standing next to me in line saying about each house? Oh, girl, say it louder. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. It, yes, because it's true. Yeah. Like you say you want this thing or, you know, I really love that they do a lot of volunteering and, you know, a year in, you're like, oh my gosh, they're terrible at this. We, we haven't been to the 10 options that they had yes. to, to do volunteer work. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, five, two, 10 years from now, no one's going to remember like what shirt y'all had at bid day, but you will remember the experiences you had serving others or the like sisterhood events you went to or the study nights where you got to boost your GPA so you could go to law school if that's what you wanted to do. Things like that, that that's what you probably came into this wanting out of the sorority experience. But once you get in, it's so easy to get wrapped up in just the frills of it. Yes, my hands are raised to the ceiling. <laughs> yes, sister. No, but for real, I mean, I think this is so true in dating, which I know sounds like a weird parallel, but I talked to so many women. It's like, I want this, but meanwhile, I'm going to date this yes. guy that doesn't meet anything that I say I want. So a lot of times with recruitment too, like I want this sisterhood. I want someone who challenges me to be a better version of myself. You know, I want... uh better GPA, all that kind of stuff. But meanwhile, I'm just going to get lost in date parties. And like you said, what what's going on to your left and your right versus keeping your eye on what matters to you straight ahead. So amen. amen exactly. <laughs> and chapters have so many resources and stuff to help you do those things you want to do, like improve yourself. And that's really what they were founded for. And that's what they're there for. So take advantage of it. Like you don't want to leave college and be like, oh, I could have spent all this time working on this thing that I really want to do um, when the resources were right there for you. And now you're graduated and you don't have those resources anymore. 
So true. There's so many resources. My husband has worked for colleges for, um, I don't know, maybe five to seven years now. And it's so crazy. I mean, there'll be like seniors that come into his office and he's like, well, have you been to career services on campus? And they're like, what, what's that? <laughs> like you, you've been here for four years and you don't know what career services is. So yeah, colleges, literally the red carpet is rolled out to let you be the best version of yourself. And when people don't take advantage of it, it makes me want to pull my hair out. So yes. <laughs> that goes away when you become a grown up. FYI. Okay. You mentioned founders and I just want to touch on that for a second because I just love the idea of, you know, hundreds of years ago before Google, these really strong and brave, brilliant women came up with bylaws and rules and dreams for this organization of, you know, movers and shakers and world changers of women. So I guess what stands out about your founding sisters and, you know, what would you encourage members to do before they choose a sorority to look into when it comes to those founding sisters? Yeah, I love the history and the founders. That is something that I like hadn't given much thought to before joining a chapter. Um, But then now that I'm in one, it's like, I love it so much. So I would just encourage girls going through recruitment to look at what the values they're founded on were and what the mission was that those founders came up with because it speaks a lot to what the chapter is today because that's what we still look towards when we're trying to figure out how to run and what rules should be set in place. I just love how they really paved the way for women because fraternities were a thing for men, but they weren't a thing for women. So Um, many sororities, now we call them, were started as like women's fraternities um, because they were like, hey, why can't we do that too? And like, we totally can. So it was really cool to see and read and learn about how they said, we want that for us too, and just went and got it. It really is empowering and shows just how, how much we as women can do when we're surrounded and work together with women that have the same values as us. One of my favorite quotes is, you're only as strong as the five people closest to you. I love that. Yeah, just surrounding yourself by people who inspire you and challenge you. I mean, you know, look around you. If you're having a bunch of people who bring you down, like that, that's a sign. And not to say that you need to like get rid of those friends, but you also need to get around you people who inspire you. So yes, yes. Okay, so to the girl who's listening to this and she's like, okay, well, that's good for you, but sorority is not for me. I don't really get it. Like, what's the point? What would you tell that girl? I think first of all, I would say like, try it. Because why, what do you have to lose to go through the recruitment process? You don't have to accept a bid at the end if you really think it's not for you. But I mean, even this year with a lot of them being virtual or at least partly virtual, you really have not much to lose because you just get to sit in your room with like pajama pants on the bottom half and make some friends on the computer. Because that's kind of how I try to look at recruitment, even in normal settings, is you're just making friends and gaining conversation experience and communication skills. And if they don't invite you back the next day, oh, well, they must have seen something that you didn't see where you wouldn't fit in there. and They did you a favor. And now you're one step closer to finding the place you do fit in. But if you just have those authentic conversations and just let the system work it out, you could find somewhere that you would really enjoy And if you don't like anywhere by the end, you made some friends throughout the process, hopefully, and you got some good communication skills. But also, just that it's so much more than the stereotypes. So if you think you don't want to be in a sorority based off of what you've just like seen or heard from other people, I would encourage you to do a little more digging and make that decision for yourself rather than what other people have said. I go to a big SEC school where stereotypes are very much everyone just parties all the time. But in such a large school like that, that's impossible Like for everyone to do that all the time. Our chapter has upwards of 200 girls in it. So not all of us are the same. We are all very different. And that's the same with every single chapter on our campus. People in Greek life are all different types of people. So you can find people that you fit in with most likely anywhere. So just saying that like, uh, it's not your type of girls. There are your type of girls there. You just might have to look for them a little bit. I couldn't agree more. That's so good that, you know, sorority, it's to put it in a box is crazy because it's human beings and human beings are different. And especially like you said, there's going to be pockets of, of every type of friend that you're looking for. So yes, that, that was awesome. 
Okay. So you've had a really positive sorority experience, kind of reluctantly, not sure if it was for you, all that kind of stuff, but tell me what it's taught you about like leadership, what you've learned, how it's helped you just become, you know, a more awesome woman. Yeah. So I've learned so much about leadership. That was one of the reasons that I wanted to join, but I didn't think that I would really get to like do that much or have that much influence, I guess. But I've really learned that I'm so much more capable of leading than I thought I was. I've just had some great mentors within my chapter that have taught me how to lead and what it means to be a leader and awesome friends that have supported me along the way. I've learned so much about leadership, but it's also taught me so much more about just like being a good human. In my chapter, everyone is very different. That is something that I noticed from the first day I walked in during recruitment, that everyone is very different, but I could tell they all shared the same values on a deeper level. So I have learned how to have like meaningful relationships with people who aren't like me superficially. So we might not be interested in the same things, might not be a part of the same clubs on campus, but we share the same values and we're able to connect on that deep level. And I think that has really helped me to make friends in other areas and see outside myself a lot. And I also learned, we kind of touched on this earlier, but just how important it is to know your own values and to surround yourself with people who act accordingly to those values. And just to keep that in mind with all your actions, because I had never given my values much thought. Now we have values for our organization and it's really cool to try to think, how can I apply those to my life? How can I be living my values every day? And I've also learned so much about service and just, I've learned that I feel a lot more confident and a lot more like myself when I'm thinking outside of myself. And being in a sorority has really helped me to do that and to focus on others, whether that be my sisters or our Greek community or people in the communities we're serving through our philanthropy. I love that. That was my experience too. And I, um, I didn't go through recruitment at all. Actually, I was a snap bid. And so sorority was like foreign to me. My, my mom was a uh, Greek, but she just never really talked about it much. And I should know really what I was going into, but yeah, I had a very similar experience. I always say it's my first kind of glimpse of belonging to something bigger than myself and like having these, yeah, this larger organization of, well, 80 pies do this or 80 pies don't do that. And, you know, I I still (laughs) made some questionable decisions for sure, but I had the group of women just really supporting me and belonging. Those letters meant something. Those letters on my shirt meant something. And it, um, I don't know, it was really empowering, especially as a young woman to, to be a part of that. So yeah, for yeah, sure. And it connects you to, it's really cool to even like meet older women who were in my sorority like years ago. And I just already feel like I have like a connection to them. Cause it's like, Oh, we connect on this deeper level. Like we're, we might not say anything about it, but like we share the same ritual. We say share the same values and that's just really special connection. Yes. And I have found that even recently, there is a alumni Facebook page for my sorority. And like, uh-huh. I literally just found this like a year ago. I'm like, how did I miss this all of this time? But there's, um, I don't know, 14,000 members or something and this larger group of women. And, you know, I'll post something about, uh, like I did this um, Zoom call at the beginning of quarantine to kind of help sorority women kind of make the best of this weird new time and had so much support and women were sharing it with their chapters all over the nation. And it's just so cool that, like you said, I have never known face-to-face these women. I don't know even their first names. It's both, you know, what we see on Facebook. Yeah, they are like rallying and helping each other out. And it's just, it's really inspiring that we can all kind of be there for each other. Yes, I love that. That's awesome. Caroline, is there anything else you'd like to say to maybe the girl who's thinking about recruitment, not sure, or just maybe a little bit of advice before she signs up to make this decision? Yeah, I think if you're going to decide to do it, the biggest thing to think is, First of all, everyone's nervous on both sides. So if you're nervous, that's good. You probably should be. The girls recruiting, you're going to be nervous too. So don't put too much pressure on yourself. It's just making friends. Like I said, just try to think of it like that. And I think the biggest thing is just to try to be yourself. I know that's so cliche and like so much easier said than done, but you want to be in a chapter where you can be yourself, not where you can be a version of yourself. So if you're acting like a version of yourself throughout the recruitment process, you'll probably end up somewhere where you have to be that version of yourself all the time because that's what they saw during recruitment. 
So that's what they thought would fit in with their organization. So the more genuine and just yourself you can be during recruitment, the happier you'll be as a chapter member because you'll be with girls who saw you for you and really wanted you to be a part of their organization. Yes, girl, that is so good. Where were you when I was 18? (laughs) A baby. (laughs) No, that's so good. Thank you so much for sharing that. I really hope that you know, sorority may have a lot of different ideas to people wherever they live or what they've heard about it. And I really think it is a opportunity to bring out the best in each other. And that's, you know, I always say your founding members didn't want you just to wear glass slippers, but to shatter glass ceilings. And sorority is such a beautiful thing. And I'm so glad that you're pointing out what you have found to be so good in it. Yes. Thank you for letting me do so. Of course. Thanks for being here today. Shout out to your sorority real quick. Yes, I'm a Pi Phi at UT. So go Greek, go to UT. It's a great experience. Yay. Awesome. Thanks, Caroline. Yep. Bye. There are still a lot of unknowns for fall semester. But one thing I know for sure is if you are a sorority woman listening to this, your sorority is going to need some motivation when you get back. Let's talk about making a difference in the community. Setting positive trends, changing the dating world, can I get an amen, and getting back to your founding sister's dreams of sisterhood that held each other to a higher standard and never let each other fall. You guys, I'm now booking both virtual and in-person events for fall semester. I would love to bring this message to your sorority. I would love to talk to you about how I truly believe sorority women can be the change we need to see in this world. I know it from a marketing perspective. I have tons of research to prove you guys are trendsetters. Let's talk about making trends that matter. All the details you need can be found on my website at katiebulmer.life or simply send me an email. Just katie at katiebulmer.life. All right, this is Michaela. Michaela is a recruitment counselor. Sometimes they call them Pikeyes or Rogams or whatever they call them at your school. Basically, Michaela's role is to help PMs or potential new members go through recruitment, help them through it, make the decisions, all that good stuff. So, Michaela, can you say hello? Hey, everyone. Hello. She can't say which sorority she's affiliated with because. In this role, she also, you know, doesn't want to appear any kind of partial one way or the other and just really help the girls that are going through recruitment to make the best decision to find the best home, what's best for them. Is that well said, Michaela? Yes, it is. We go undercover, basically, and help you find your home just like we did. So we leave our letters behind just for a few weeks during the summer. Once you find your home and you run back home, we will also run back home to our affiliated sororities. So basically you're just kind of helping the girls. And I love this because recruitment can be kind of overwhelming and there's so many big decisions and some girls have their heart set on one sorority their whole life. And some girls are not really even sure what they're walking into, but just kind of curious and you know, sign up to see what recruitment is all about to maybe meet some new friends and stuff. But I guess, what would you say to the girl who's just kind of walking through this reluctantly? Like, I don't know if recruitment's for me, but I'm go through, see what happens. Like, how do you help her find her way? I would definitely say like, you know, I was very reluctant to. I started looking into Greek life when I was in high school. And I was like, is this something I really want to do? So I think the way sorority life helps you is that it, gets you involved on campus and it has so many different areas that you can get involved in like no matter if you're wanting to be on the membership side and help during recruitment for the next season or do chapter life and do the sisterhood retreats or mixers with the other organizations on campus or if you want to be member development as some chapters would say and help initiation programs that you do that just helps people understand like where they fit in in their sisterhood so I think no matter what sorority you choose to go into or if you're being very reluctant when you look at it as a whole that you will be getting so much more than just your letters yes and recruitment in general is going through some very different changes this year as far as a lot of online and I'm sure it's different at a lot of different schools, but it is kind of a good way, especially for the girl who's reluctant for rush or for the girl who is a little more shy, 
because instead of walking into these houses and meeting all these people face to face, you get to do a lot more virtually. So what is, what do you think is ahead in this new uncharted territory of doing virtual recruitment? I think it's definitely going to be interesting. Um, yeah. You're definitely not going to be able to have the experience that everybody else has had, but you're getting that brand new experience. Like you're the first round of this that's going to be able to be like, you know, my recruitment was online and I got to have one-on-one Zoom calls with these girls and learn so much more about them and learn so much more about their sisterhood. And that's when you really get those connections because you're not in that room where you're hearing like all of this talking with every chair. You're just listening to that sister talk about her passion. And that's in every sorority because you're going to have all of your parties and you're going to make that connection with each one. And no matter where you choose to be and no matter who you see as your home, you're going to have a connection with every sorority and appreciate them for their values. And I think that's what's going to be amazing this year. Yeah, because they get that more one-on-one. So they're going to get to have more Zooms individually with the sisters. Is that right? That's what my chap- um, my um, school is doing. We are going to go online for basically sisterhood. And you're going to be able to talk about our sisterhood more one-on-one with every sorority. So like when you go into one chapter, they'll tell you what they do for sisterhood. And the next chapter will do the same thing. And basically, you're going to be able to talk one-on-one with these girls and learn so much more than you ever could during recruitment. Interesting. So just with everything, it's like, oh, this is a bummer. We have to do it differently. However, there's always these silver linings. And I think it's especially unique, like you said, like you may be the first and hopefully last, you know, chapter who's ever had to do this online thing. Or maybe we find it's wonderful. Who knows? Maybe we find this is the best way to do it. There's so many new normals and hopefully largely good changes coming out of these new four circumstances. So, uh, you know, it's all in how you look at it, of course. But yeah, hopefully they get a, a better experience and a better snapshot of what each sorority stands for. So yeah, that's kind of cool. And Caroline, when I was talking to her, she talked about, you know, it sounds trite when we say be yourself, but truly, and you even get a more, a more of opportunity to be yourself because it's not all the frills and fluff and 200 other girls in a room trying to make sense of, you know, if this is a good fit for you or not. So it is more just genuine, genuine conversation. So that's really cool. Yeah. I think the whole thing about the be yourself during sorority recruitment, you know, you see that people are like, everybody tells me to go in and be myself. But the thing is, that is so true because if you don't be yourself, you're going to not end up where you're meant to be. Because if you're putting on a front to get the sorority that you have always wanted, you know, you could have a whole nother sorority that'll change your perspective and realize that they are more like you than you thought. So true. Okay. So there's, we talked a lot about the girl who's reluctant, like, you know, maybe this is for me. I'm not sure I should sign up or not. What about the girl who's like, from the time I was born, I wanted to be Kayo or Zeta or whatever. And she's going through recruitment and she gets cut from Kayo or Zeta or whatever it is that she has her heart on. What, what is the guideline for that? Like, how do you work through what are the rules for this kind of thing? What would you say to that girl? You know, I would tell that girl from day one, like, even though you do have your mindset on this certain sisterhood and their certain sorority, keep your mind open. Because when you keep your mind open, you're going to go in and get just absorb everything that every sorority is telling you. And you might find yourself loving a different sorority. But if you do get cut by your dream sorority, I would just, I would say stick through it and trust the process. And you know, you'll hear that so many times and it will get overwhelming and you will get annoyed about trusting the process, quote unquote. But the thing about trusting the process is you just need to, because every day you are going to go back in and grow. And if you do get cut, I would just say stick through it because, you know, you might not get that one sorority, but you could end up in a whole nother one and that will change your life because you'll get in there and get so many opportunities and so many sisters and you will find your future bridesmaids. Yes. I don't really ever talk much about this. My mom was a Zeta and, you know, she didn't really talk much about it. She wasn't really involved post-graduation. I mean, I knew something about her doing Zeta stuff, but even going to college, it wasn't something that her and I even talked about. I didn't sign up for a sorority recruitment. I didn't have in mind that I, I was going to be any 
girl in any type of sorority. I just didn't even register. But had I gone through sorority recruitment and had that been in my mind, that might have been like, this is my only thought. But um, I was actually a snap bid. The girls came to my door singing songs and I had no idea what in the world was happening. <laughs> but I got a snap bid for 80 pie. And, you know, obviously it totally depends on what school you're in. It totally depends on the girls that are there at the same time you are. But Zeta was really strong at my school too. It would have been a great fit. But for me, obviously, I really think that God knew where I needed to be at that time. And I was just meant to be 80 pie. And I'm so thankful. But just maybe hopefully some encouragement for a girl who, no, this is what my mama was and my aunt was. That might be great. And it might be wonderful to continue that. But maybe at your school, you are better fit to be, you know, something else. I agree 100%. Somebody told me when I went through if I do get dropped by the one that I wanted, which I went in with an open mind. I didn't really care who I would get because I knew God was going to place me where he wanted me. So I just kind of kept that in the back of my head. But I said, if I do get cut by the one that I wanted, I remember what this person would say. And she told me to grow where I was planted. And bloom where you're planted. Yes. Yes. No matter where I went, just to keep up the person I always was about being involved And to get so much from my sisterhood. So when I went through recruitment, I was only there for five minutes, basically in every sorority's house or party. And um, that was rough on me because I was like, okay, I'm not getting to really see what these sisterhoods are about. So when I got my bid to my sorority, um, I was like, you know, I want to be a recruitment counselor. And so I got involved in my sorority. But one thing that I did was become the recruitment counselor because we have to go through a year on the sisterhood side, too. So whenever I had the chance, I applied. And now that I'm getting to see every sisterhood for themselves, I have so much more appreciation for every sorority we have mm. on our campus. You get to see like the behind the scenes, all the effort they put into it. And so that's cool that you mentioned why you want to be a Rogam. Just kind of see the behind the scenes. And because you are passionate about girls finding the right homes and doing this thing called sorority well, that, that's really cool. So what does sorority mean to you? It's a big question. Oh, that is a big question. For me, um, sorority means basically having the sisterhood because I'm an only child. I grew up by myself, basically. My mom was an only child. So it was basically just me and her and like my dad because, but I have no step siblings. I have no, nothing. It's just me. I'm the only one. I was like, you know, I want to do it to have sisters. I wanted to have mm-hmm. that support system. I wanted to have my future bridesmaids. I wanted to have something that was bigger than myself. And so when I joined, I was like trying to keep that in my mind because I knew that having those sisters would mean so much more than I ever could have thought because I'd never had it. So I was just appreciating every moment and growing with every sister I could. You're going to be a junior, is that right? I am. And so it has meant so much to have that because I'd never had that in my life. I'd had my friends, but I'd never had those sisters or a sibling to pick me up from the moment I fell. And sometimes those sisters wouldn't even let you fall. They would just catch you in mid-fall and bring you back up. I love that. You know, we say that um, you can't choose your family, but you can choose your friends. (laughs) But it's interesting because so like a cousin, for example, that I never would have chosen to be a friend, like we couldn't be more different, but we're family. So I'm going to be there for them. I'm going to, you know, like, okay, there's crazy cousin, but you still kind of have that bond. I think it's even more so with sorority because you have that bond of the sisterhood, of this ritual, of all of these things that you stand for, and you chose to be a part of this group. So I feel like it's even I don't know. Is it, is it too big to say in some ways bigger than family? You know, it's, it's yeah. this sisterhood. It's this organization. It's this group that you chose to belong to and you share this ritual and this bond. So I think it's really cool. Yeah. Because I mean, you chose them, but they also chose you. So yeah. that, is, I mean, that should make you feel loved right then. Whenever you hear, when you're on that bid day list or you get your snap bid or you get your COB bid or you get any kind of bid to that sorority, you have to choose them, but they also have to choose you. So you meet in the middle and create that bond and create that love from the moment that you accept that bid. So good. Okay, Michaela, to anyone else who's listening, maybe just any kind of final closing thoughts about what sorority is, how to do it well. I would just say keep an open mind. And no matter where you end up, love your sisters and don't quit. 
because, you know, there are going to be moments where you get mad at something that they want to do or a sisterhood event getting canceled. Just keep in mind that this is so much bigger than yourself and that because your letters aren't just for four years, they're for your life. Preach. So good. So good. Well, thank you so much for sharing just some thoughts on how to do this thing called recruitment well, what sorority means and everything in between. I think you nailed it. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed every second. You're the best. Thanks, Michaela. Thank you. I have recently teamed up with Cassie at Her Sorority Journey because Cassie made a beautiful online course to help sorority women make the most of their sorority experience. I checked out her course and Cassie truly just thought of everything. So whether you're just thinking about this thing called sorority and potentially going through recruitment, whether you're already in and finding your place in your chapter and how you can best shine a light in your sorority, or whether you're a recent grad and trying to translate your sorority experience into post-grad life. She thought of everything. It's all in here in a beautifully affordable online course, and she's offering Truth for Your 20s listeners 10% off with promo code truth. So go check out her sorority journey. Believe me, you don't want these four years to pass you by without intention, without making the most of every moment as a sorority woman and beyond. So check it out her sorority journey and use promo code truth to save 10% on your digital course. Emily, thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to hear your take on sorority recruitment. So say hello. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yes. So you are a recruitment counselor. What do they call it at your school? So we are called Sigma Rokais, which also we can be called um, sorority recruitment counselors. I know they're called something different in every school. So mm-hmm. uh, Kais, whatever you call them at your school, basically she helps P&Ms go through the recruitment process, help guide them. As we talked to, we're talking to Michaela on the same episode, who's in a similar situation. So Emily won't be able to tell you which sorority she is affiliated with, but that's kind of cool because she can give the outside in, so to speak, view of of this thing called recruitment, why it's a good idea, sorority, all that good stuff. So Emily, what has been like your sorority experience? So I went through recruitment as a freshman. I came in in fall of 2017. I was kind of unsure about recruitment just because I knew kind of what the media said about sororities. Um, Didn't really feel like I personally needed it per se, but my father was in a fraternity and he definitely encouraged me to do it. And I lived with three other girls who were also going through recruitment. So that kind of pushed me along and made recruitment a lot more fun to go through it with my roommates. But mm-hmm. I went to pre-recruitment events and met girls in the sororities and started thinking, oh, this is going to be a really fun opportunity, really cool, and went through recruitment and then ran home to my sorority and I've been in it ever since. That's awesome. And you're a senior, right? Yes. Okay, so four years. So this is kind of cool because you're kind of looking back at all four years. Uh, obviously, you still have one year to go, but what you've learned, you know, the the best way to do this thing well. And you, I know one thing that you probably enjoyed was being on executive board. So tell me a little bit about that experience. Mm-hmm. So I was our membership education vice president, which basically meant that I was in charge of programming for our chapter. Um, different chapter events like our chapter retreat. I was pretty heavily involved in the new member process, going along with educating our new members, Big Little, all things basically new members, which I had a really good time with. And it's such an exciting time when you enter your sorority. And I wanted to put a lot of focus on making it exciting and making it fun Mm -hmm. because it's not just four years. It really is for your whole life and you'll have these sisters forever. So I had a really good time on exec. You get so many networking opportunities. You are so focused on running your organization, which will help you in a job once you graduate. And it was just a really cool way to be involved and be in the actual operations of what was happening. I love that when people say, even collegiate women that are still in, you know, those four years of college, they already recognize that it's not just those four years that it is for life. So mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about how you already recognize that as someone who's still in college and then the networking opportunities that it's led you to have. So actually my first um, internship, 
was at an employment law firm in Raleigh, North Carolina. And I went in for my interview and she had the owner of the law firm had noticed that I was in a sorority and she was also in a sorority. So we bonded over that. And I think it prepares you so much for any kind of job just because you're focusing on your academics. You are participating in philanthropy events and planning events, which I don't know how I would have gotten that opportunity in another way, just because planning events and raising money and then everything that goes into it, it's so much more than just wearing a cute t-shirt and taking pictures. Mm -hmm. So that was a super cool opportunity with networking and with how it lasts so much longer. My big graduated two years ago and I still talk to her all the time. I have other girls that were seniors when I was freshmen that I still see regularly. My best friend and her little sister, who is also my best friend, she has graduated. And so I still, I saw her two days ago. Okay, so obviously colleges give students a lot of opportunities to get involved, which is amazing. And I definitely encourage young people to get involved in, I mean, tons of events on campus. Just get Mm -hmm. in type of leadership any way you can. So did you find specifically within your sorority, on campus, both, where have you found your leadership skills, so to speak? So at Charlotte, our Office of Fraternity and Sorority Life actually requires every single member of a Greek organization to be in a second organization, which I think is really important that we're not just limiting ourselves to our Greek organizations, even though they offer so much. Really all are involved in other things. I know a ton of girls that are in student government, different nonprofit type clubs around campus. I mean, clubs for any interest that they have. Personally, I have been in a nonprofit organization that was ran by students for sex trafficking. I've been in one where we raise money for animal shelters in the Charlotte area. Wow. And everyone really does get super involved. And we have our philanthropies to get really involved with, which is really cool. That is amazing. So when do you sleep? <laughs> uh, um, I sleep occasionally. <laughs> when During I can. Now that yeah. I Yeah. When I can take a nap here and there, I try and sleep, but I'm just curious, you know, this is not a loaded question, but for me, being part of a sorority kind of pushed me in a good way into perhaps something I wouldn't have normally done when it comes to leadership positions, when it comes to, you know, all these organizations that you said that you've been involved with. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious your take, like when you joined a sorority and you got in this executive board position and, and around other women who are leaders, Do you think that it's helped you kind of get more involved in campus, kind of developing you into who you are today? I definitely think so. I think that in college, you're so busy with classes or having a job that you can get so wrapped up in not really participating in organizations. Like, I think it would be really easy to just just do your classes, which is fine. And a lot of people do that. But I think being in a sorority, I surrounded myself with women that wanted to be busy and they wanted to be involved. And that was something that I wanted out of a sorority. I didn't want to just be like, yeah, I'm I'm in a sorority and that be it. I really wanted to get involved. And I think philanthropy wise, Charlotte, we all are so involved with that, that it would be hard to not, I guess, want to be that way and have that mindset of wanting to be busy and wanting to be doing something bigger than yourself. And when you're with so many people and so many women that are such incredible leaders, that's who you're looking up to when you're a new member. And then it's kind of hard, I feel like, to fall not into that pattern of wanting to be a leader. Yeah. You know, it's just important that people you rub shoulders with are encouraging you to be the best version of yourself. So that's another reason why I love sorority so much, because typically speaking, and we're painting with a very broad brush here, but there's women who are truly wanting to better themselves. And not that that can be found in other organizations, but it's just a group of women who, you know, these are our standards. This is Mm -hmm. our motto. This is our, you know, what we live for. And, and then also encouraging, not only would it be great if you're uh, on the executive board in this sorority, but also serve in your club on campus and also be a leader in the community. So I I just, I think it's awesome. Mm -hmm. I think it was I was really drawn to joining a sorority because these were women I would be sharing values with. And these were women that they care about their grades. They care about making a difference. They care about growing professionally as well as just growing as a person in general. And I think college is such an important time where you are growing so much 
It's your first time away from home. It's your first time probably really making completely independent decisions. And I knew I wanted to surround myself with women that had a similar mindset to me in that way. So will you talk to people who are listening to this and are like, sorty schmorty, mm-hmm. that is not for me, don't care, not interested. There's a lot of stereotypes. People have different beliefs about sororities. What would you say? I know you talked a little bit about what has been your experience, but just to that skeptic, you know, sororities just for people with big hair and cute t-shirts. Like what, <laughs> what yeah. would you tell them? So when I was in high school, I definitely had an idea of what I thought sorority women were, which is why I wasn't sure if I wanted to go through recruitment. Like, I don't want to be one of those girls that just spends all our time going to parties and acting crazy because that's what the media shows us that sororities are. We don't have any really positive imagery of sorority women. We just see the movie scenes where girls are at parties. I was really unsure, but then I remember going to my first pre-recruitment event and women were talking about how they had the highest GPA the last semester, all the events that they're in. And the philanthropy thing really got me because I realized how much of a focus sororities put on raising money. It's hard now to be a sorority woman and know that people think we have two brain cells Yeah, (laughs) because I mean, these women are getting incredible internships. They're working so hard. They have 4.0 GPAs. So I think it's easy to look at sororities as what the media shows us and what movies show us and TV shows. But in reality, it's the most diverse group of women. There's not one image of what a sorority girl is. Not every girl in a sorority looks the same. And not every girl in a sorority is doing the same things. So, I mean, I am a huge, huge believer that sororities are for anyone who wants to be in one. Yes. And they've done a lot of great growths in that in recent Mm -hmm. years, too. It is becoming so much more diverse and so much more just amazing. And so many women from so many different walks of life. And it's really cool. Okay, so you are about to guide lots of potential new members through this confusing yet exciting thing called sorority recruitment. Just give us a few like quick tips. At the end of the day, the sisters that you're talking to in every sorority know their sisterhood. They know if you're going to thrive. And honestly, recruitment is about where are you going to be the happiest? Where are you going to find your home? So if a sorority cuts you, and you were so, so set on it, you thought that was the one, think about it in a positive way that this now gives me the opportunity to take away my bias going into recruitment and actually find where the right home is for me. And it's so different in every school, you know, maybe your cousin was a fine you at at one school, but but Mm -hmm. the school you're going to, your best home is Zeta or, you know, KD. There's so many different options. Okay. So I know this is trite when we say be yourself, but what does it look like to be yourself? What's your best advice for girls as they're going through trying to find the best fit for them? So that's, that's actually something I've been talking to my PMs about, which PMs are potential new members. Um, just because it's easy. And I think it'll be even easier now with things possibly being virtual to kind of put on a face of what you think people are looking for. But sororities, they want to get to know you. They want Mm -hmm. to see who you actually are. They don't want to see you put on this mask of what you think they want. Sororities want who you really are. So that can be wearing an outfit that you feel comfortable in, not just what you think is trendy right now. Wearing your hair how you like your hair, not just what you saw on Pinterest. And then talking about things that you really like. When you're asked what your interests are, when you're asked what you're majoring in, talk about why that's what you're majoring in or what you like to do because they really do want to get to know you. I think recruitment has a bad rep of being superficial and being about, oh, what they look like on the surface. But really and truly, these are women who want to be your friend. They want to be your sister. They want to be a bridesmaid in your wedding one day. So these women want to genuinely get to know you for who you are. Yes. One of my favorite things is looking to the founding sisters, like blueprints, mm-hmm. their creeds, their mottos. You know, there, there's a group of two to five, always less than 10 members who dreamed up 
every sorority you see on Greek row. And mm-hmm. they, they were not like, make sure you get the girl the the trendiest clothes. Like no, no one has ever thought that. And when we get exactly. back, yeah. And, and there's a big, been a big movement too. I see of sorority women. What did our founding sisters dream of and how do we get back to that? And so, yeah, just getting back to what do we, dream of as the sisterhood? How can we hold each other to a higher standard? How do we perfect and challenge and call each other out to be the best version of ourselves? And sorority mm-hmm. at its root, everyone that I've ever read, that it's what it's looking for. And so you being your true self in that right set of motto, circumstances, blueprint of sisterhood, like it's really a magical thing. I agree. And I mean, sororities came out of women feeling empowered and women wanting to better themselves in college. So these women were meeting in secret all the time. And now we have this opportunity to so openly be in sororities and be able to actually make genuine change. So I think it's so important to really be yourself because honestly, that's what sororities are looking for. They're not looking for what you think that they want. Amen. Just looking for you. Exactly. That's awesome. Well, Emily, this is so good. Is there any other tips or anything you want to just share as you're going to walk all of these PMs through this thing called recruitment? Anything that you wish that they, since you have a large scale opportunity just to share it with everyone, what do you wish that they knew? Yeah. So I know that I felt this way. And I think every single person I've ever talked to after they've gone through recruitment has felt this way. Recruitment seems so scary. It seems like the scariest thing you're ever going to do. You feel so intimidated. But honestly, after your first party, you're going to feel so much better because you realize these women that the Instagrams you've been looking at, the recruitment videos you've been looking at, they're just women like you and they really want what's best for you. This isn't about scaring you. It's not about being intimidated. It's okay to be nervous, but definitely just remind yourself that these are going to could possibly be your sisters when you run home. And just take a deep breath, relax, be yourself, and have fun with recruitment. I think it's really easy to get so wrapped up in it and start being negative. You're tired. You've been going to stuff all day. But honestly, have as much fun as you can with it. Get to know the girls in your recruitment group. Get to know your Kai SRC, whatever you have at your school. And really just enjoy this opportunity and the new member process in general because it's such a fun time and it's so exciting. And it should be fun. It shouldn't be scary. Yes, that was awesome. Well, thank you so much, Emily, for sharing some wisdom. I hope that girls get a little bit better taste about what recruitment is, what sorority is. And thank you for sharing your positive experience. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. Take a screenshot and put this up on your social. Tag me at Katie Bulmer Life. By the way, I love your DMs. I'm just a regular girl who responds to all my DMs. I never thought I had to clarify that, but apparently some people don't. You actually do me a favor when you reach out and tell me what you want to hear more of because I'm no longer a 20-something, but my passion is to keep my thumbprint on the pulse of what you guys are walking through, what you want to hear more of, what resonates. So please reach out. Do not be shy. And lastly, those of you who leave a review on iTunes is the best possible compliment you can give. Thank you so much for joining me, and I hope that you gain some truth for your 20s. Hey, my name is Hannah Boomer. Thanks for listening to my mom's podcast. Bye! (laughs) (laughs) And our work here is done.